you know, I bet my dad listened to our um, podcast and he thought it was crazy. He was like, this Duke guy is like, this is crazy. There's just, he thinks that there's uh, this, like crazy conspiracy, like fascist conspiracy that Russia is behind. I mean, I, I mean, if I was a liberal today, I probably would too. Yeah, he's like talking about how like um, Putin's behind Golden Dawn and behind like all these, how basically he's like, yeah, the alt-right is a worldwide movement, you know. And like he, he was right like and he's like but he was also like in russia's funding it and fueling it and you know i don't know i think it's somewhat true i just don't think it's as big of a deal as like people make it out to be he's but, like i know you think it's just what a bunch of hill bots think but it's true <laughs> well, all he, all you need to say is that's a lie of omission because all kinds of states are funding all kinds of shit all the that's time what that's always what i say i say listen this is just how capitalist states act states are always interacting and interfering with each other's elections and fascism yeah. is just part of you know capitalism and decay yeah this whole thing like you know, like the civics class understanding of American politics. It's 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 like, don't you understand? Like, it's it's it runs on corruption, and like it kind of has to. You know what I mean? Like, and there is no we. You know? Yeah. It's like, yeah. what do we do about these terrorists? Uh, what who who's this we you speak of? Like, do you mean the U.S. military-industrial complex? What does that have to do about these terrorists? It's all that Hamilton shit. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, I got some cringe. I'm gonna pipe into here. Hang on. Pipe it. Piping hot cringe. It's the calm before the storm right here. Wait, how was I going to start this off? Oh, yeah. I forgot. Oh, yeah. That's an awfully hot coffee pot. Should I drop it on Donald Trump? Probably not, but that's all I got till I come up with a solid. All right, come on, Rabbit. You can do better than that. It's weird, like how much how much he sounds like Hillary Clinton in his cadence here. Uh, well, you know what I was I was thinking about that is that it's so funny how he now has the exact same politics as the people that wanted to censor his music in the nineties. Plan and now I got a hatchet like a damn Apache with a tomahawk. I'ma walk inside a mosque on Ramadan and say a prayer that every time talks. Ten years ago, twenty years ago, he would have said like shot it up or something. Yeah, yeah. What happened, man? He became a liberal. The same thing happened to Trey and Matt from South Park when they started winning uh, Tony Awards. She gets a map. Ah. <laughs> I'm going to stop. Did you get him saying Donald the bitch? Well, we better give Obama props because what we got in office now's a kamikaze that'll probably cause a nuclear holocaust. And while the drama pops and he waits for shit to quiet down, he'll just gas his plane up and fly around to the bombing stops. I mean, it's just these people weren't saying that shit about Obama. Like... <laughs> Well, there is something genuinely unstable about Trump, but... Yeah, I mean, there is... It's like they have legitimate grievances, but it's just... It's so hard to take it seriously. This sounds like me rapping about Bush in high school. Yeah, it does sound the tension's like... Heightened. Tensions are rising. Trump, when it comes to giving a shit, you're stingy as I am. Ah! Except when it comes to having the balls to go against me, you hide them. Because you don't got the... Nuts, like an empty asylum. Okay, it's a dope line. 
that one. You don't have the nuts like an empty asylum because you, you don't have testicles, right? Yeah, that, that's one of the lines he figured out in advance. Definitely. Racism's the only thing he's fantastic for because that's how he gets his rocks off and he's orange. Yeah, that's another one he came up with in advance. Yes, yeah, 10. This would make a great Twitter stream, but if you just took out the bad parts. <laughs> that's why he wants us to disband because he cannot withstand the fact we're not afraid of Trump walking on eggshells. I came to stomp. That's why he keeps screaming, drain the swamp because he's in quicksand. It's like we take a step forwards then backwards, but this is his form of distraction. Plus, he gets an enormous reaction when he attacks the NFL, so we focus on that and instead of talking Puerto Rico with gun reform for Nevada, all these horrible tragedies, and these border would rather cause a Twitter storm with the Packers. Yeah, yeah. He, he wants to stir up controversy about celebrities instead of focusing on the real issues. Like Eminem. <laughs> no, like, what happened to, what happened to the Eminem who, uh, who was My on My words are like a dagger with a jagged end. Stab you in the head, whether you're a fag or les. Yeah, what happened to that guy? I'm glad he became a liberal, actually. Well, no, I, no, I wasn't going to say that. What happened went to the one who uh, was on that, like, Immortal Technique track, like, accusing Bush of doing 9-11? I miss... I miss <laughs> I miss those politics. Bush knocked down the towers. <laughs> then says he wants to yeah. lower our taxes. Then who's okay? But gonna okay. pay for we, 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 we need to get him saying "drain the swamp" for our uh, for our oh yeah our board. Drain the swamp. D -d -d drain the swamp. You have Eminem. Come yeah. on. Advocate trips back and forth with his fam to his golf resorts and his mansions. Same shit that he tormented Hillary for and he slandered, then does it more from his endorsement of Bannon, support for the Klansman, tiki torches in hand for the soldier that's blacking, comes home from Iraq and is still told to go back to Africa, forking a dagger in this racist 94-year-old <laughs> grandpa who keeps ignoring our past historical deplorable factors. Okay, come on. Yeah, that, part, yeah, that part's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, at the same time, though, it's so bourgeois. It's like saying, oh, well, this, this guy, you know, he's a good American citizen, not just because he's a human being, because he served in Iraq. You know? well, well, right, it, yeah. it's, pepper, it's peppered with these Hillaryisms too, where it's like, de you know, deplorables, and, like, he's, he's pissed at, like... It's true. It's true. Like, he, he literally does call them deplorables, and, they're, and it's totally nationalist. But, you know, then he's like, yeah, but these fucking racists that won't, like, re-examine themselves... And it's it's true, but he's saying it in a nationalist way, which just you know. Yeah, I mean, this is a step up from him, like complaining about his, about his mom when he's like thirty. So that's good. Yeah. Instead, he's instead he's complaining about about daddy. Let's let's listen some more. You're a black athlete. You're a spoiled little brat for trying to use your platform or your stature to try to give those a voice who don't have one. He says you're spitting in the face of vets who fought for us, you bastards. That's. But you know, that's okay. your POW who's tortured and battered because to him, you're zeros because he don't like his war heroes captured. John McCain. That's not disrespecting the military. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, um, there's good points peppered in here, but Jesus Christ. No, he really goes hard on the nation. Yeah, that's just so much yeah. of this anti Trump stuff is just. You know the good. What would good American nationalism be? There's there's another minute. I'm gonna play the rest of this, and then we'll be done. Let's do it. This is for Colin. Ball up a fist. 
and keep that shit bald like Donald the bitch. Donald the bitch. I, I would love in the, get in the middle rid of that. All immigrants. He's gonna build that thing up taller than this. Well, if he does build it, I hope it's rock solid with bricks. Cause like him in politics, I'm using all of his tricks. Cause I'm throwing that piece of shit against the wall till it sticks. Diversity of tactics up against the wall, Donald Trump. I mean, that's, you know, come on. That, that part's and any fun. fan of mine who's a supporter of his, I'm drawing in the sand a line. You're either for or against. Decide who you like more in your split on who you should stand beside. I'll do it for you with this. The rest of America, stand up. We love our military. We, we love, love our, our oh, military and country. Hey, Trump! Like you could, you could see like his crew in the background, kind of like wincing a little bit when he's like, "We love our military. We love our country." And they're probably thinking like, "I don't know about that." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wonder. Yeah, it's it's um. I haven't listened to it all the way through. It gets a little better towards the end, actually. Like I couldn't, I couldn't get through like the first like thirty seconds when I first like watched it. I mean, it's so funny in the middle of this progressive rain, he just goes, "Donald the bitch." You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like he, he's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've uh, never been like an Eminem fan. No, I, I was a it's, huge it's, Eminem fan, so really? I don't know. Like he's part of. What... Oh, <laughs> I was an enormous Eminem fan. I loved Eminem. And why? What was the appeal? I don't. The appeal is because he took like rock him like rhyme schemes and added like honestly you know kind of like you know crazy white kid relatable content okay and, that makes and, sense and he so, was actually like a technically good rapper yeah if, if you love rock him i mean you know in a yeah. kind of musical abstracted way you know eminem is like sort of part of that it's just rhyme are so cringy well, they're super edgy, and I mean, they're. Yeah. I mean, I love that music. So that moral technique. Oh my god, that shit is so edgy. Well, I mean, I loved Eminem, and as part of what was probably kept me in the closet was stuff like Criminal. I mean, I know all the words to the first verse of Criminal. If you know the first verse of Criminal, it's extremely technically good, super homophobic, super transphobic. Like, I probably yeah, I helped I keep me in it. the closet because I was a fan of his. Fuck you, Eminem. I mean, at one point, like, I kind of. I started listening to his stuff, but by like the third album, I'm like, God, he's really talking. Why is he talking about his mom all the time? No, no, <laughs> you know I mean? like, no, no. The first two, the first two, where he's the most misogynistic and homophobic and terrible, are his best. It's, okay. it's, I can't say it, but it's true. Yeah, like the Eminem show is corny. I mean, it's, just, it's true that I mean, there is good rap music that is awful, awful as far as gender politics goes. It's but... kind of normal. Like, like it, there's a lot of anti-racist solidarity in it, and even to a certain extent, anti-colonial solidarity in it. And that's, you know, what I found most interesting about it was those perspectives. But the gender politics are incredibly reactionary and being yeah. part of any rap adjacent scene, like even just like, you know, white hipster, crunchy beard indie rap is, is really, it's very toxic in a gender sense. A lot of frustrated like you know beta masculinity that goes I think, uh, all music scenes are like that though to be honest <laughs> From, i just manifest sure. in different ways like your indie rock like you know music scene kids 
Sure, but there's a certain, I, I, not to sound too liberal, but, you know, like a numbness towards the sense of appropriation of, like, a real a real masculine struggle. Like, you know, what black people have to go through. Like, what, the black man against the prison state. And I'm, I'm a frustrated man, so I'm going to, you know, kind of latch on to this. And I, there is something that makes me feel genuinely weird about that, even though I have respect for, you know, a, a lot of people that are struggling. And in hip-hop, there's a lot of, mutual respect for the kind the varieties of struggle that people have and i don't mean to be unnecessarily divisive but just as someone who spent a lot of time rapping i feel kind of weird about that now that i'm transitioning um isn't like transgender stuff like in now isn't there like young thug like wearing a dress or whatever like is that isn't that uh, yeah but it's it i don't know i don't it's know how take a while for it to be completely like no it's seen as like it's like an illuminati conspiracy and there's some overlap with um hard right crank politics that like people think that Kanye wearing a skirt or you know uh, yeah, Jaden Smith like, wearing uh, a skirt is like part of an Illuminati conspiracy to uh, effeminize black men to like yeah, cast, yeah, to, like, to there's, castrate there's, them there's against the of, white um, states. There's a lot of conspiracy theory stuff on YouTube about that, saying that like basically um, there's a conspiracy to um, turn to turn black people gay so they don't reproduce and become extinct, and so they promote femininity. And yep. it's a it's a really fucked up conspiracy, uh, but it is like speaking to a real racial oppression. Because like the white genocide stuff, it's like you can just laugh off how ridiculous that is, unless you like really go like deep down the rabbit hole. But like you know, like I can see how black nationalists end up having really like backwards gender politics because they have these conspiracies where you know. Their women are their women are under threat from the white man, and they protect them. You know, uh, James Go and Mike McNair have an interesting um, analysis of uh, how homophobia is expressed in anti-colonial nationalism that I think is applicable um, in their book on gay liberation and how there's there's sexual exploitation uh, of people of color and there's like a sort of you know pressure for there to be some sort of effeminization and like breaking of a, a powerful image of a masculine person but they do it in a really sensitive marxist feminist way so i, yeah, I really appreciate it it's it's really good a lot of people think mcnair is just like this backwards ass workerist who like i don't know it just doesn't fit him at all he's very well-rounded this was an interesting little we should have a little supplemental on it on eminem and rap music <laughs> that, that's actually why i did it i think we could release it like and like like put it up uh i don't know put it up tomorrow did did you know that i i've spent too much time in my life rapping no i actually had no idea <laughs> yeah i just thought it, it was I, uh, just like a cringy thing i thought it'd be interesting to get like everyone's take on it no it's it's just totally cringe but it's the, yeah no i definitely and so i mean i love i'm telling you like those you know slim shady lp marshall mathers lp you know Lexus yeah, I mean, for, formative years. I guess those were the good ones. I mean, because I started listening to around the Eminem show. I was just kind of like, yeah, like he just, it's like I'm sorry, Mama, and all that shit. And I'm just no, like, no, 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 no. That stuff is really corny. Yeah, and like he's yeah, and like most people like get into like rap feuds that like end in like shootouts, and it's like some gang shit. And his rap feud is with his mom. <laughs> like he really is like the ultimate like like any <laughs> white boy rapper. His ex-wife. Yeah, I mean, to, to the only possible thing I could say about the white genocide narrative is that there's a whole surplus population thing that's happening to all populations. 
and you know white people have gone from their like you know privileged uh, like aristocrat like labor aristocrat <laughs> structure to you know being atomized and like overdosing by the you know millions or when a thousand well, <laughs> not well, millions like you just look at you look at history and you look My at theory how... is it comes from like post-colonialism and this anxiety of a global proletariat rather than like the stratified like colonialized colonized world yes you had like color stratification and so yeah. whites now have to compete in the global market with non-whites on a completely right. more fair terms and so they want exactly you know, it's, what is it, it, it's 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 amazing how stupid it is because if you look at like how like race function in like pre-modern societies and how you know people like people conceptualize themselves as peoples and it, it becomes pretty obvious that that usually dissolves as people become more mobile and so as long as we have planes and cars and shit like you're not going to be able to maintain this kind of like ethnic homogeneity in certain places and you know like it's it's like they it's like it's also like they think and there's also always been like interaction and movements between peoples. <laughs> like they think that because Sweden doesn't look like, you know, a postcard of Sweden from the 1950s, and there you can find pictures on Flickr of where there's black people in the background, like that this constitutes some kind of like insidious threat that they can like play ominous music through and like slow motion Ken Burns style style zoom in on image still images and stick it on YouTube. Like it's it, it the whole thing is just so dumb. But it's it's almost like a weird. Um, cultural art like it's, it reproduces itself because you can make like those youtube videos you know what i mean it's yeah, but, the same way yeah. like, with 9-11 conspiracy like just show the 9-11 footage and then put like some ominous music in the background and be like but maybe everything isn't what it seems <laughs> you know i don't like, I, I mean sorry. a lot of the a lot of stuff just underestimates the extent which whiteness is itself like a an abstracting homogenizing like thing that like <coughs> ties together a bunch of people that have only in common this like political strategy of dominance and racism so that was a little bonus episode and uh that's it really there's no more uh, at least not right now soon there'll be more uh, part two of our discussion of left communism is coming up we got an episode on Halal Tikton and later we will be doing an episode of response to a request from one of our listeners to read something about communalism or possibly by Bookchin. We haven't exactly figured it out, but we're totally going to do it. Um, so until next time, keep your, keep your boots clean, your feet out of the swamp, and your head in the revolutionary clouds of tomorrow. <laughs>